0: like, uh, no! action news, and now your host, Mike Luther. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally gonna use that too. <laughs>
2: Ho, 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 friends, and welcome to another episode of At The Diner, the flagship podcast here on The Great Geek Refuge. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am one of your hosts of this podcast. I am also the editor-in-chief of our website. It's greatgeekrefuge.com. Lots of great content there for your reading pleasure, but also for your listening pleasure, because we have a cornucopia of podcasts that you can listen to. Uh, we are going to be doing a very special holiday episode of At The Diner. Um, in fact, we might do a couple more of these before uh, before Christmas rolls around, uh, but also Hanukkah rolls around, Kwanzaa rolls around, because ultimately, happy holidays. And anybody who's like, yeah, you can't say Merry Christmas anymore, they're a dick, okay? I'm making this clear. Like, there's nothing wrong with happy holidays. It covers all of them. There's like 9,000 holidays this time of year. So if you're the type of person who's just like, you can't say Christmas anymore, sure you can, but why not just say happy holidays and not be a douchebag? I mean, it literally is like our – it's our mantra. Don't be a juice bag. Say happy holidays. It's cool. It covers everybody. That being said, let me introduce the other wonderful hosts that we have on this podcast. And co-host seat number one. um, You know him. You love him. You've listened to him on these airwaves for going on four years now. He's got his own podcast, one of which is called The Overflow. The other one is uh, Post Game, which I'm thinking with all the stuff that's going on with the local football team, we might be talking – post-game stuff real real soon here he's also a wonderfully talented musical artist you can find him on bandcamp you can find him on spotify all sorts of good stuff and i wanted to give a shout out to this dude because he had more listeners on his spotify account this year than he did the year previously and i know it kind of came as a shock to him it wasn't a shock to yeah. me because he's <laughs> he's talented as fuck and his name is mc brooks
1: oh yeah I appreciate that of and course,
2: uh, yeah yeah dude Great job, man. Like that's it's so awesome when you get a surprise like that, isn't it? Where you're just like, I didn't really do anything this year and you look and you're like, Oh fuck. More people. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: for sure. <laughs> and co host seat number two. Uh, he is a wonderfully talented visual artist. In fact, I have um, his artwork adorning my wall. I look at it every day that I work from home uh, or whenever we do this podcast. Uh, he's also really well-versed in pretty much all things geeky and nerdy. We talked about it last week. He was on a very special episode of um, GGR pirate radio that we did that was hosted by Mariah Beachward uh, about uh, the Sandman uh, where he just like showcased his professor all over the place. Um, there's really no topic in the comic book movie geeky world that he can't uh, expound upon in great detail his name is james rambo
0: mike you're an excellent hype man but you said that's
2: that bar real high like <laughs> i don't i don't i don't think i said it high because frankly like if i have questions about anything in the geeky nerdy world and i'm not sure about it i know that if i go to you you're either one going to give me the information or two you're going to point me in the right direction because ultimately knowledge is not about just knowing everything it's about knowing where to put people and point them in the right direction so there you go i'm in a festive holiday spirit i don't know if you can tell or not like (laughs) things are great everything's wonderful merry christmas movie house like everything's great um speaking of which Let's talk about a fucking delightful Christmas special that you can find on Disney Plus right now. It's the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. I enjoyed the shit out of this special more so than I thought I would. Because sometimes, like, Christmas specials are kind of cheesy, you know, kind of schlocky. It's like, eh, whatever. But, like, this one was a lot of fun. And it wasn't out of character. Sometimes, like, the Christmas specials are kind of, like, it's hard to keep those characters... In their lanes essentially and not have them feel like they're out of uh like playing something out of uh type just to um essentially hit those those notes that you're trying to do with a special but they did a really really good job of this and honestly i, I think it, it points to what we've discussed many many times on this uh, show is that james gunn just knows what the fuck he's doing and i think it's also a, i think it's also a credit to the actors um in the guardians of the galaxy series that like they're just professionals and they know their stuff, they know how to work together. I think that's part of it too. Going on what a fourth because you've got the three, the two Guardians of the Galaxies previously, you've got mm-hmm. the fact that they were in um, Infinity War and Endgame, the fact that they were in Thor, Love, and Thunder. Like they've worked together a lot, and I yeah. think that that's, sh- I think that that shows that with their comfort with each other why they're able to play off of each other so well and why you get such like emotionally resonant scenes with these guys and what could otherwise be like, you know, eh, all right, cool. This was fine. Um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I, fuck, I love, um, the Russian space dog. Fuck. Why can't I remember his name now? Cosmo? Cosmo. 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 Your, your dog. Yeah. He's got the same name as your dog. I love that the dog had a Russian accent. Like that was oh, fantastic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, but I I absolutely loved this. Um, We'll we'll save the spoiler part of it uh, for a little bit later because we'll talk about that as as a topic. Um, But overall, just like I enjoyed it, I I I thought everything about it, and like fucking Kevin Bacon brought his A game to this. I thought he was outstanding in this. He could have phoned it in because he's Kevin Bacon. He didn't. It it was really just his presence that they were looking for. But like, no, he was like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go full bore on this," and he absolutely did. Um. Let's start with you, Mr. Brooks. Mr. Brooks, since I mean your dog was in this movie, um, <laughs> what did you what did you think of the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special?
1: Oh, it was a lot of fun. It, it was it was absolutely a lot of fun, and you kind of figured that it would be, considering as you mentioned before, the Guardians have been together for forever. It seems like at this point they've been in several uh, several several films at this point, and I, I, it's pretty obvious. I think at this point that most of the appeal of it is not just the movies itself. But like we're all just a fan of all their chemistry together. Like we love seeing uh, Rocket and Groot together. We love seeing Drax be a lovable idiot. <laughs> uh, we love uh, Mantis, and while we may not like him as much now, there was a time where we did like Star Lord too and his dope, <laughs> his dope uh, taste in music. Um, so yeah, this was just it was a, it was a lot of fun. I kind of went I kind of went into it just kind of thinking it wasn't going to be anything too too like really too over the top. Um they were just going they were just going to have a lot of fun for 40 plus minutes and like it was it was like there weren't going to be like super large implications for the for the MCU that I, I wouldn't think that Guardian that this would have been the the place that they would re- like make these big revelations for stuff. Um and it was it was it was just fun. I got to turn my brain off for 44 minutes and just kind of enjoy just kind of enjoy uh Mantis and Drax <laughs> figure out Earth customs <laughs> and what doesn't doesn't work. Um even though we did get one really big reveal in this movie and we got it pretty early and repeated it again at the end and like it does it does, you know, it does bring up a lot of questions about um you know what sir, about who else could be out there i guess a good way to to put it and with the dynamic between the characters involved is going to be going forward but overall it was it was it was it was really dope i really enjoyed uh the music in in this um i can't remember the band that wrote uh the first uh the first uh song they did they did early the um,
2: the old 96s is that what it was i think is real close to it
1: yeah, some close. Yeah, but I, I, I really I really liked it and I like that each line. Old ninety sevens, like, I'm sorry. Close. I was I was one I like number off. Okay. One year off, yeah. But I, I I like I like that like when you really look at the lyrics of there's that song right there, like you can tell that like it was a song that was largely constructed by like one liners from other characters <laughs> that, that made it yeah. up. It was really it was really dope. Overall it was it was it was a really good time and um it makes me more excited. it it, it makes me more excited for like these type of uh presentations that marvel's done is the second one we've gotten this year we all loved werewolf by night that was awesome we all really i'm assuming we all really like this one um so it makes me i don't know rambo might be a naysayer (laughs) (laughs) but it does make me curious about like you know uh doing like doing um like uh hopefully hoping that they do more of these not not in spite of like the the short limited series the, the limited series they do for Disney disney plus but kind of doing it for like something that you don't really need six episodes to do like this yes. one this wouldn't this didn't need to be a six episode thing and i'm glad that it wasn't they got all of they, they gave us everything we needed in in 44 minutes and it was it was really dope
2: yeah i yeah i agree and i think um It's not a bad, I mean, it wouldn't be a bad idea for them to go to this, like, one-off, these one-shot, more, not consistently, but, like, to see more of that. I like the idea, I love the series. I think series have been fun for the most part. There's, you know, issues, which, I mean, we've discussed at length here. But, like, these one-off, these special presentations are a lot of fun. And I think that you could get a lot more of, because Marvel has a ridiculous roster of characters, like heroes, villains, everything. And you could tell some really great stories in under an hour. And I think that that's something that we're starting to see. And I'm wondering if, because I've heard a couple of people, I mean, us to start with, but I've also heard other people say that like they really like the one-off ideas. They love these Marvel special presentation things. Um, mm-hmm. and, and like the fact that like the stakes aren't that high is is one of the things that's, that's really, I mean, within the story there is, but like, it doesn't have these major implications for the rest of the multiverse yeah. and all this other shit. So
1: yeah, you can you can largely kind of watch it as its own thing. Like I like, like both Werewolf by Night* and this both had stuff that connects it to the outside MCU, but it, it it's not the, the stuff that's there is not so uh, important or like you didn't you don't need to have seen everything to this point to like watch these really well. Yeah. Moon well, by know you definitely know. This one you probably should at least be familiar with the Guardians characters too, yeah. um, to 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 watch yeah. it. But you know, yeah, I I, I agree. I mean, I, like, because even some of the like this could be a fun conversation to have later. But like, I think Moon Knight could have probably done like no no shade to the to the series, but like Moon Knight probably could have been like a good hour long special presentation. Mm-hmm yeah and 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 you and and really have given you all that you needed to know as backstory uh the mark Stevens stuff um the 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 stuff with um uh uh can't remember the the group of gods that i can't remember right now um like you could have given all of that all of us all of that in an hour tops um, we can talk more about that later, but uh, yeah, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of these one shots. I really do hope they have they have more in the in the chamber.
2: Rambo, what say you about uh, the Guardian's Christmas special, bud? Yeah, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um,
0: it was um, really sweet and fun and uh, a great showcase for a plum and Steve to come in and really choose machine scenery in a way that she hadn't really been able to before um like we got a little bit more of that uh here and there like she's certainly gotten little opportunities but this was a nice extended one um her and Batista play off each other really well um and there were you know you get a couple of nice little meta nods um gun being gun you're gonna get weird fucking random shit in the background like did anyone else have to rewind when they saw the fucking gobot
2: yes um, yes and, and the fact that, <laughs> the fact that like drax loses his shit and like man yeah. is like oh his family was killed by gobot like it was so fucking funny
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I, it, I, it just stopped me cold me and katie were watching and i was like what fucking what <laughs> And we had to skip back, um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 so funny to know where he got his career started, and to see what he's made and how he makes those things. Um, but it, it doesn't it doesn't not fit. It just is hysterical because like trauma where he started is mostly like it's all low budget it tends to be uh very over the top and gory um with almost no money um but there is something to be said for the genuine love of filmmaking and story that you have if you're making those movies like nobody's making those movies to to get paid um you you know there's there's uh uh rarely uh, if ever does a trauma movie turn a, a massive profit, um, so anyone who's working on them is working on them out of a love for storytelling, filmmaking. Um, so you get, and, and, and you get to see that in the the other work that he's made since then. Um, I absolutely agree with both you in terms of the like special presentations being a great. Um, way to go about doing these kinds of things I, I this this is essentially the anthology that i'd always i've always wanted from both dc and marvel uh only we're getting in, in individual installments um, the barrier to entry is really low even with this you know i think you could show this to someone who has no experience with these characters and they'd still be able to follow it they'd still be able to appreciate it there's just going to be things that, you know, they don't quite get. Um, yeah. But in the the best tradition of uh, MCU Easter eggs, if you get it, great. And if you don't, that's okay, too. It doesn't, not understanding, it doesn't remove anything from the story or the experience. Um, it's not important that you know who the collector is or what nowhere is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, I mean, shit, you know. With like Yandu, you don't really have to know who Yandu is. Yeah. Context clues. That's, no, and the they show is, is picking. And, yeah. pick, and they, pick they
2: show points. a lot in those like cartoon flashbacks too. So like, absolutely. Yeah. Um. I mean, I thought the animation, of the cartoons, was a little janky,
0: but yeah, same. Know, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, like I, I, wish they had gone a little more stylized with it. Uh, and maybe even leaned on uh, uh, like the uh, the Rankin Bass. Uh, style of things like you know really kind of maybe not full on stop motion but um a little more
2: exaggerated but I that, would been, that would have been that would have been hilarious though like if they had claymation like yondu <laughs> that fuck that would have been great yeah
0: i mean honestly like when when uh, you know it was it was first being talked about like oh shit he's going to do a fucking they're going to do a Rankin Bass style Guardians movie um or short um but yeah it was sweet and and funny and and yeah uh kevin bacon did not uh did not come around like yeah he does the job that man works um and i think this is maybe the first time i've really heard his voice like i heard little samples here and there and the bits and pieces i know he's been you know making music for years that guy's got a decent voice. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
2: he's a talented dude. Yeah, just across the yeah. board. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I thought all the music was good, you know, uh, and the original
2: mute songs were, were really
0: well well done. Um, yeah, just all around. I had a great time with it.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. I Let's get into the spoilers because there's two of them. Um, the first one we alluded to in the last episode. So if you guys heard the episode we did about. Um, Wakanda about, about Wakanda Forever, thank you. Um we talked about Bucky's arm showing up. Um so <laughs> the the So Nebula got Rocket a present. Nebula got Bucky's arm for Rocket, and he was so happy. He was like, You got me Bucky's arm! Like, that was so adorable. And it's just I love that you're getting to see these characters care for each other. But like I knew it was going to happen. Just seeing the fucking nerds just get mad. There's no way this is going to happen. This isn't canon. And, like, James going to be like, yeah, it is. I just made it canon. Yeah, it is. It is. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why it. wouldn't it be? Because you don't yeah. like it? Yeah, exactly. Um, I thought that was really, really funny. Um, I want the backstory behind that now. Um, and I'm almost wondering if she just came to him. She's like, look, I just want to get this guy this arm. And, like, I yeah. wonder, if, like, maybe he's like, look, you got a spear, I... right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's like an extra. Can I just, like, have, do you have like an old one that doesn't work anymore? Can I have that? Cause, like, he's not going to use it. He just wants it. Um, he's a raccoon. He just gathers shiny things. Um, holy, I just put that together. That's why he wants all the limbs because raccoons hoard things. Oh, wow. So many that's levels. That's Bravo. That's Bravo. <laughs> yeah. You just can't call him a raccoon because he will yeah, lose you can't his call shit. Him <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Trash Panda. Um, I, I loved that, but I loved the reveal. Because it it, it's, it wasn't, like, some big shocking thing that doesn't make sense. You know how, like, sometimes you'll, oh, it turns out so-and-so or brother and sister, and you're like, what? That doesn't make sense, but all right, whatever. Like, this made sense, because um, Mantis' role, What I mean, like, didn't ego create her to, like, essentially, like, run things on his himself his planet his self planet like so it makes sense that they would be brother and sister because of that reason like but like to never have to like come out and say it but now you're like oh i just realized i should probably tell him this is how it works you know like that makes sense to me and like but it also makes sense that star lord wouldn't put two and two together but like, I, I don't think she she never really like came out and said in, the, in Guardians 2 that like, oh, he created me. I I'm not even gonna pretend like I don't I, remember. I don't. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I don't. don't. I don't. Yeah. I mean, and that's the other thing too is like, like ego was 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 laying some pipe all over the galaxy. So like, he's got a lot of kids, you know. Like. So yeah, I mean, it was it was good, but it was also sweet and touching, and like, I I loved their interaction uh, at the end. Um, he's like, this is the best gift I could have got. That, that, that that got me. Like, I, I got a little misty at that spot. (laughs) Like, that killed me. Um, especially with all the tragedy that he's had to deal with, knowing that he does have some family that's still there was, was really, really, was really, really cool. Um, yeah. Like the spoilers. So like, what did you guys think of those? Well,
1: the, the, the mantis thing So it was funny like in the in the aftermath of that of the of that reveal i mean i i was i was i was fine with it but um i was reminded that there was a deleted scene from guardians 2 that uh when they there was like a collage james gunn posted this like a collage of like all the different people ego had you know had interacted with (laughs) in his time and there was a, there there was a female of mantis's species that was there, so people it, so essentially it kind of confirmed something that people had kind of thought might have been a thing, since guard since Guardians Two, and honestly this also it, it, the other really interesting connection too is that James Gunn also wrote this while they were doing Guardians Two, so it would okay. so it also kind of stands to reason that like oh well of course that's there that there's that there's that big um that big connecting point considering he started doing it during uh during that movie um uh also i mean like i'm i too am curious about how they got bucky's arm like i mean the some of the the fun theories i've seen online have, have been have been kind of interesting as far as like oh nebula created a fake one while she was stuck with tony stark for all for all that time or oh um <laughs> or or uh, while on Earth, they didn't show it. But while on Earth, Mantis persuaded Bucky to give her an arm, or like uh, an older arm, or something. Um, I don't know, but I I, I think those are, are are pretty fun. But I I'm really interested to see if there is um any more. If there's any more information as far as like. Um, or if there are any other big reveals to come about, like Peter's mom, through like Mantis, through through um, him, be, through Peter and Mantis being uh, connected. Like, it, is there some information about Ego that Mantis knows that Peter doesn't that could give him, perhaps, give him more backstory on like why he's able to, you know, like why, like why he is who he is, like why why he was able to survive. Um, uh uh and and you know be as powerful as he is now so yeah i, I don't I'm, know I'm, I'm i'm interested to see
2: that i'm curious about that too because like they because the ego essentially said to him like i die and all of your powers are gone essentially because that's what that's what allowed him to hold um i can't remember which stone it was in the first one but that allowed him to hold uh,
0: power, that is one. It the, yeah i think it's maybe the power
1: stone i, I think, yeah, I think so.
2: it's the yeah. power stone yeah yeah um so is it that Ego knows that for sure? Or was he saying that to f- like fuck with Peter and basically be like, don't kill me because then you lose everything you have. Cause like for all we know, yeah, like he's not a reliable narrator because obviously he's full of shit. So yeah, I'm curious about that too. That's a really good point, MC. Um, Rambo, any 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 strong thoughts or feelings on the uh, the reveals that we got with this?
0: Uh, well, so to um, Sorry, I kind of spaced a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but were you were you saying that that uh Mantis' powers came from ego or
1: no, uh no.
0: Okay. Uh, well yeah, cause I, I like and to to respond to what you were saying, Mike, like I one, I do think ego is an asshole and full shit. But I think that um, I I'm certainly because of what you know we haven't seen it since, uh more than likely Peter's powers are gone. Um, but I think it's just, like, those are the ones that are, that were intrinsic, like, basically the ones granted by his lineage from Ego, whereas I think with Mantis, that's actually a, like, trait of her actual species, Mm -hmm, uh, like, her abilities. Um, yeah, no, I thought that was great. I mean, honestly, though, the the one thing that I was the most impressed with the bet uh, that they were just gonna, like... Casually toss out is the fact that a the collector is gone and retired, and b the guardians now own nowhere. Yeah, like that was just oh yeah. Now since the collector retired, we own nowhere. Like, oh, whoa, what?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's a lot to handle in like a single line. <laughs> um,
1: and James and, Gunn spoke to that too. He uh, he said that like part like. Part of the reason for doing this special was to like, you know, provide some information that you should know going into volume three stuff that when you watch volume three, he won't have to like tell you about at the beginning of the movie. Sure. Yeah.
2: I wonder Um, how much nowhere Nowhere was because I feel like they bought it. Right. And then also where'd they get the money for it?
0: I don't know. I could see it being a matter of like them having some kind of leverage against. Oh, wait. When they leave the collector, he's stuck. Like he's literally trapped. Oh yeah. So I could very much see this just being leverage of him uh, against him, um, either talking that price way down or um, that just being like part of the, the the cost of uh, not entry at this point, but a exit uh, in this particular case um, is no, you're just gonna leave. You're just gonna leave. We're going to take over, and that'll be that. And he's like, fucking fine, whatever, go away. Um, Fair, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I thought it was um, really deftly handled. And uh, and honestly, watching this has um, just made me all the more excited for him as CEO of DC. Um, that is... Not change subject, but like that is, you know, like the best gift aside from this fucking house. Like, it's 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 arguably the best gift I've gotten this year uh, uh, that I didn't get for myself. Um,
2: No, no, the house is cool, but James Gunn
0: running DC. James
1: James Gunn's gonna save DC. Let's uh, be real.
0: Let's be real here. And in fairness, you know, like I, I I I had to buy at least in part this house for myself, so um you know somebody well, else got my letters um <laughs> yeah santo, yeah, yeah, santo no, james I, gunn I, I, whoever yeah whoever um no i mean i thought this is a great example of, of how best to do these kinds of things you just you tell the story you're telling and you know it is not at all uncommon for i mean shit this isn't even uncommon in terms of like sci-fi fantasy storytelling The way we find out that the doctor uh, from Doctor Who um, can regenerate is in a single throwaway line uh, in terms of like how many times it can happen. Like, uh, 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 I'm blanking on his name, Tom... Tom... Baker? I don't know. Yes, thank you, Tom Baker. somebody asked the doctor about regeneration, like how many times, you and he was like, oh, 13. And that became canon. Like that that right there, it's like, okay, the doctor can regenerate 13 times. Cool. Um, so, yeah, to to have like, you know, um, quote unquote major plot points, like they're, they're big plot points. They're not necessarily big um, in terms of like, I don't know like they are they are far reaching and affecting um but not significant in terms of this necessarily the individual narrative um to have them just be like yeah this is just a thing now uh this is how things have changed between uh you know volumes two and three and between the last time you've seen these characters and now cool that's what that's what's going on get on board yeah um makes sense it's smart it's um Really slickly handled, and uh, yeah, as always, I'm more even more excited to see uh, more from. Him, particularly yeah. after having seen that trailer, well done. I,
2: yeah, wow, geez, man, God, you guys are both pros as fuck when it comes to these segues. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> like we've been podcasting for a while or something. It's weird. Um, yeah, let's talk about the trailer, um, and then we'll get into the DC stuff, and then we'll call it a show. Um i I mean I was excited anyways, but like you wanna know the thing that was like the most subtle thing that was exciting to me is that we saw a flashback with baby rocket. Little baby rocket. Which means we're about to see some really tragic shit. It's gonna and- Fucked up. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I am. <laughs> sure. I, I am. It was one of those things where I was like, oh, they're going to show with origin. Oh, they're going to show with origin. No. Like mm-hmm. it was both an excitement and then also like horror. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be bad. Um, I'm really, I, I'm excited for it. Um, I can't remember the guy, the actor's name, but fucking, um, God damn, um, Adam Warlock. Like. Will Poulter. Thank yep. you. He looks, like, perfect. Like, they like they grabbed him out of the comic book and threw him on celluloid for this movie. Like, wow. <laughs> like, he looked exactly like I thought he would. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I like what they're setting up here, that there's going to be some big stuff. Um, to kind of tie back to the Christmas thing for just a second here, um, I like that we're now going to get what's going on with Gamora, as opposed to trying to force her into the Christmas thing. Um, there was an, there was a line about it in the Christmas thing. And that was it. But like that we see her in this. So like I, I with the Christmas thing, I thought like it was going to be one of those things where she was going to, like, I don't know if you guys do this or not, but when you're like, oh, they're going to do a guardians Christmas special, you kind of like formulate in your brain what you think the story is going to be. Um, I thought it was going to be one of those things where like in an effort to try to get Gamora back to the point where she was, where, you know, her and, uh, Peter, um we're uh on again off again or a Sam and diane as as uh, peter calls it um i thought it was going to be he was going to introduce christmas to her kind of thing and that she was going to be like the not the narrator but like the everyman so that like he could explain what christmas was to gamora and that's how he explains it to everybody kind of thing but um yeah i, I i'm not saying i'm glad one way that, that might have been a cool story too but like it 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 bucked my expectations, and like I'm really curious how they're gonna end that, or how they're gonna bring it back together, because that's a really interesting. Because what they did, I mean, what they did with it in the first place is like she's Gamora, but she's not the same Gamora. She's a Gamora from the past before she met Peter. So like, there's a lot of interesting things that they could do with this, and like the movie just looks like it's gonna be dynamite. So
1: yeah, it looks like it's gonna be real not only. It, like we're gonna hit all parts of the emotional spectrum in watching this yeah we're gonna get the the tragedy of of rock it the sadness that this is the last we're gonna see of the guardians at least this iteration of the guardians uh since a few a few of the people are talking as if like they're not going to come back beyond this movie um And I think, I also want to say James Gunn kind of said something like it. Like, I know he, well, obviously he's not going to be back after this if they do do, like, a Guardians 4. But this current iteration, this, you know, ragtag group of heroes is going to be our last time seeing them together. So that's going to, that's going to, that's going to hit some notes. Then also, like, also figuring, then we're going to get, you know, your typical MCU action um and storytelling and also continuing to expand the universe which is going to which is going to be uh fun uh since we're doing rocket's backstory that likely means or not likely we're definitely going to be on half world for mm-hmm. a portion of this movie i mean we, um, we already saw like his, yeah like, in, the saw body. The, in the yeah the, yeah buddy, which right? i will say i did think that it was a little weird that like Drax is laughing at bullets in the in the Christmas special and then whatever they threw at him whatever those people those uh, folks threw at him uh, hit him in the head and actually like hurt him I that was kind of like a weird <laughs> like a, a very weird inconsistency but not something I'm gonna like harp on. I, I don't actually care um but yeah like I'm, I'm, I'm very excited like, I, I think I'm, I'm excited for Guardians 3 in the way that I really wasn't for either of the first two not that i dislike either of the first two movies i think i think they're they're both uh they're both fun they've actually come around on the second movie uh because I, I wasn't as big a fan when we did our rewatch review but i've come around on it actually i do like guardians too a lot more now um and the holiday special was also really fun so i'm very much looking forward to um to to, to seeing what they what they do here i'm i'm um, High evolutionary we haven't talked about about him yet I'm, I'm curious to see um that guy's performance i can't i'm butchering i cannot remember his name right now
0: um, yes um but
1: i'm excited to see kind of his performance and see what role the high evolutionary ends up playing um i'm curious if you know if there are any characters who are just simply not gonna make it at the end of this movie i was I reading
2: mean, i was reading something that like i, I that Batista's done. There was something going on no, 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 with, he, yeah
1: he, he's definitely he's definitely done he's he basically said like a year or two ago that uh he's kind of getting too old. He, like the training he has to do to get into shape for Dra- like it's he's too old to the, to like maintain it so yeah he doesn't uh he doesn't want to do it and and I think the the other thing too is he um if they were doing like a more faithful Drax adaptation, he might he might have been game to keep playing the character. If you were actually more of a, a more of a destroyer than the, the iteration that we got, so like he's confirmed that going back. Um, uh, Gamora, who's act I can't remember uh, Zoe Saldana, right?
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Like she, she, you know, like her comments lately saying that like, oh, when you do Marvel, you don't really get to do much of anything else. And in recent weeks, kind of sounds like she won't be like she's not all that amped to be uh coming or to come back beyond this film also yeah um so yeah like so like i don't know i i I don't know i i will say i don't think rocket in particular is going to die i feel like that's a big fan theory but i feel like that's it feels like a little too on the nose for for this so i kind of don't think that that's going to be the case but i'm excited i'm excited for this um for this movie, I, I like already already know I'm gonna again hit the emotional spectrum in, in watching it, but it, it, looks, it looks dope.
2: Yeah, agreed. Rambo, what say you,
0: my man? Um, I had completely forgotten that there was another version of Gamora that was hanging around the MCU. Um, and leading another I,
1: group of Ravagers too.
0: In uh, this movie. And and when I saw the the trailer, I thought this was gonna go uh plenty dark in a completely different direction i thought the high evolutionary was going to have resurrected her um mm. and <laughs> it was gonna wow. be the, a whole story about like you know uh uh you know is it, it it is it enough to have the person back or is the person the experiences you have with them and and peter trying to to cope with you know having this, uh, not quite real version of her back, and everybody else on the team is like, "What the fuck?" or vice versa. Um, so I'm a little bummed that we're not gonna get that, but uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, no, I, I uh, hearing you all talk about it, I definitely remember all that, what's going on and, and uh, reading up a little more on on it and just kind of refreshing myself. It's been a minute since I watched Endgame. Um, Same. Yeah, it uh, it looks fucking great. Uh, i'm definitely gonna be crying about this baby raccoon getting experimented on oh, um man there's no way that that's not coming up um i don't know if y'all saw i think last year maybe might have been this year i don't know time is weird in a flat circle um chukwudi uh showed up to hall h in that full was this costume year. That, was this yeah, year? that
1: was this year that was, that was this year
0: he showed up in full costume and, and very much doing what Hillstone uh, uh, has done before as Loki, uh, showing up as High Evolutionary and really just going at it for the fans. Um, very excited to see what he's going to do with that character, um, or what else he's going to do with him. Um, excited to see more of Half-World, that's fucking great. Um, it's going to be just a bunch
1: of animals running around being adorable and <laughs> blowing shit up. Um, and 80s inspired, too. That's the, that's the other very, Aaron very so. 80s
0: inspired. I I would love if uh Bill Mantlo's family, uh, in the state got some cash from that. Don't expect it to happen, but we'll see. Um, yeah, it looks great. I mean, fucking Will Poulter looks like he jumped off a page like that that real quick moment we see of him as as adam warlock looks phenomenal um i'm just yeah i'm really excited to see it and i i I definitely agree with you in terms of like having enjoyed the previous two movies but like there's an extent like a palpable excitement with this movie uh that i don't know if i had before um and yeah i'm just i'm fucking jazzed i'm really excited to see
1: it can, can y'all talk a little bit about, like, I'm unfamiliar with Adam Warlock, like, y'all, like what do you think his role in this is going to be?
2: I'm, I'm interested because, like, I mean, they've, they've done this before where, like, what the character is in the comics is not what he is in the MCU. Like, they've done that a ton. Um, it, but if I remember correctly, because I I'd seen him and, and run across him a couple times, and like the the stuff that I'd read, it, he he was a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy. If I'm correct, is that right, Rambo? Yeah, that's definitely been a thing for for a couple times. Like that that is
0: a the Guardians team has has swapped out members many 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 times. Oh, and that was another thing that was that was cool to see is in the trailer they're wearing their comic costumes.
1: Oh yeah, uh, oh, when they're coming
0: off the ship. Um, Oh shit, that's half world.
2: Yeah. It, it, fuck it yeah.
0: Either, I was like, oh, there's a bunch of animals. Like, God, I'm dumb. Yeah. It didn't even <laughs> occur to me that like the the the, the not Earth they were stepping off into. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking half world. Awesome. Yes. Yes. Oh,
2: that's fucking great. Um sorry, I interrupted. Go ahead. No, I was like, you're you're good, dude. Like there, there's so many things that, like, okay, first off, like, he had the soul gem.
0: Yeah, he played a major, major role in the Infinity Crisis.
2: Yeah, so, like, the fact that he wasn't included in any of the Infinity War shit is, was weird? Not weird. Like, again, they're telling their own story. So I I'm mean, just it's unusual. Like, like yeah. it,
0: it's it's certainly not what was expected.
2: Yeah, but, like, I, almost, I honestly, like, at this point, MC, I don't even know. What's going to happen with him? Because, like, I felt like once they... Once he was not involved in any way, shape, or form in the Infinity Saga, I was like, okay. So... And then they introduced him in Guardians 2, like, at the very end. And I'm like, oh, they are going to bring him in. So, like, I think they're going to go in a completely different direction at this point. Like, I, I think we may see, like, a completely different version of him. Because, like, if I remember correctly, wasn't he created by, like, scientists? Like... He yeah. was made
0: by by scientists on Earth. Yeah. Uh see that, that the problem is I only know a little bit about him, and I know that from uh like just gleaning things from like the Infinity Saga. But oh shit, I didn't even realize he was created in the seventies. Um wow. Yeah, he first appears in the seventies and like this like in the second or third story arc he shows up in um he meets up with the high evolutionary like the name warlock comes from high evolutionary because uh, in the in the second uh guardians movie you know the 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 final snare is you know she gives him the name of adam uh so uh. The, so like warlock comes from it's literally given to him by the high evolutionary uh from the wiki it says uh, he encounters a high evolutionary he gives him the name warlock high evolutionary requests warlocks help in saving the artificially created planet counter earth from the evil man beast <laughs> and, uh, and gives Warlock the Green Soul Gem, also referred to as the Soul Jewel, which allows Warlock to capture souls with their beings. When he arrives on Counter-Earth, Warlock is given the name Adam by four teenagers who befriend him. After the man beast defeat, Warlock leaves Counter-Earth to find a new purpose. Um, yeah, there's the whole thing about the, the tr- Universal Church of Truth. Um, there's the Magus, and there's a lot... Uh, yeah, and like Pip the Troll shows up, and... Uh, I'm, you know, I'm wondering if, if Pipp will appear in this or if we'll get more only more of them in the next, like, Eternals movie or whatever. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, basically, Warlock, Adam Warlock is, is a central figure in the, like, Marvel Space Opera stuff. So chances are excellent Will Poulter is going to be in multiple movies uh, doing multiple things. Um, but yeah, the whole Infinity Watch and, and Infinity War thing that was... Uh, what I really know him from and I had no idea that there was a solid like almost 20 years uh, of character uh, or maybe like 10 or 15 years of, the char- of this character beforehand um, so yeah cool um, it does seem like it's, it's gonna follow more of the actual um, source material than I initially thought um, which hey I'm
2: down um, yeah, the fact that they're tying him in with the High Evolutionary makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, it's it's, it's to funny, be good. like,
0: when, when they announced the High Evolutionary, my first thought was like, oh, that seems like kind of a departure. I wouldn't, because I, I don't think of that character as being non-Earth-based, like, a, as being off-world. But then again, I also haven't run into him that often um, it's been more in like a couple of Fantastic Four stories and, yeah. um, kind of I didn't, like tangentially yeah. or like in the background.
2: I didn't realize he was tied to Mr. Sinister.
0: Yeah, because they're basically doing the same thing. Yeah. Like, the like, two of them are, are like competing scientists.
2: Yeah. And like, it, I guess he was like inspired by the, um, what's it called? By the experiments of Nathaniel Essex. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's Mr. Sinister. Like, Yeah. <laughs> 'Cause like that was like my my inroad to um to Marvel in the first place was X-Men comics. So like that's where I started with it when I was like this would have been like ninety when did Jim Lee start his run? Was it ninety one, I think? Um I remember being like eight or nine years old and picking up the X-Men stuff and then going back and reading old X-Men stuff and like kind of filling in the gaps. So yeah, as soon as I see stuff like that, I'm like, wait, I know that guy. I know him. I remember reading about him when I was a kid. So, like, yeah, it's it, it's it's cool to see all of these things that you – because you forget. Like, I don't want – I do, at least. I forget how much I know about this. Like, I ran into it when I watched uh, – because Jax wanted to watch Into the Spider-Verse. And I was like, eh, it's Spider-Man, whatever. We'll, we'll watch it. We watch it, and I forgot how much I love Spider-Man and how much I knew about it. Because Jax was like, who's that guy? I was like, oh, that's so-and-so. Uh, oh, that's this guy. Like, And I knew every single character. And I'm like, fuck, I really do know a lot about Spider-Man. Okay. She gets in there, man. Sticks around. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. It's always exciting, too, when you when you see something and somebody's like, what's that? And you're like, oh, fuck, I know this. Let me show you. Yeah. Always cool. Um, but yeah, Guardians should be dope. Um, here, we'll talk about the DC stuff real quick. And then we'll we'll go ahead and, uh, and close up shop here. Um, so we talked about James Gunn before and, uh, how excited Rambo is about him running the the show in DC, but fuck, so am I, man. And like, they've done a really good job so far of teasing little things. Like the fact that like, we might see Cavill's return as Superman in kingdom come. Like I got giddy. I was like, you that's such a good idea. Oh my God. Like, yeah. To, to be like, uh eh, the universe is too dark, and how do we undarken it? We fucking bring Superman back. You're goddamn right you do. Like, yeah, I was I was super excited about that. It, that would be symbolic in so many different ways. um But yeah, overall, like, yeah. the only thing I'm, I wouldn't even say questioning, because after the second Wonder Woman, after Wonder Woman 84, like, to say, like, all right, let's put a pause on Wonder Woman 3. That wasn't gone. That wasn't Gunn. That was that the other guy. Nope. That was other
0: higher ups of Warner Brothers overall. Oh. Okay. Um. They got her treatment. They didn't like it. They were like, let us, you know, can can you do something else?" And my understanding is she was basically, in 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 not these words, was like, "Fuck you guys. You don't understand character. You don't understand narrative. Uh, you don't understand the story yeah. we're telling. Um, so no, I will not do another story." I'm going wow. for the treatment and that's yeah. that and they're like dope well we're not gonna make this movie <laughs> and <laughs> Gunn and uh 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 peter sathan were like yeah we'll back that play we're not gonna go forward with that um this didn't necessarily fit what we were looking to do anyway so yeah cool. but everybody just assumed that that uh james gunn being named uh ceo meant that he was making every call and like that no this yeah, was, not that one yeah this was either made before uh, he was uh, installed or um, was done more kind of tangentially uh, while they're making other,
2: uh, I guess, more overarching plans. So, okay. So, yeah, he had nothing to do with this. And, okay. Like, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, how bad was this script if they said that?
1: Well, the, the, the quote I saw basically said that, like, the things that were criticized about Wonder Woman 84 were popping up again in whatever version of the treatment that they saw and so they didn't want that stuff included in it yeah
0: I, I mean I could see it you know if, if if the movie she made with 84 is the movie she wanted to make um, and it wasn't um, well put it this way any any criticism you receive that uh, uh, doesn't fit with your vision is not criticism you're going to take. Uh, you're not going to take it to heart. You're going to you keep on doing whatever you want to do. So yeah, if yeah. and especially the, if they don't
2: understand like your main point, you know. Yeah,
0: good, good or bad. Yeah. Um, if if the movie she wanted to make with eighty four is, is the movie she wanted to make, then. You know, and and they're they're critiquing like, oh, well, this seems too much in line with what you did before, and she's like, yeah, that was dope.
1: <laughs> well, um...
2: <laughs> uh, man, this is a really lot like really the last good. one you did. Yeah, yeah, wasn't that sick? Did you guys like that? Yeah. No, well, great. No. Uh, like, well, no, not really. Um... I'm gonna have to rewatch that movie because, like, I only remember bits and pieces of it, and like, I don't remember hating it, but I also don't remember loving it. Um, I I remember that like. I fucking loved Maxwell Lord I thought he was dope I thought his character was great but also like I don't think that there's anything that Mando could do at this point that would like like that dude is so fucking charming like everything yeah. with Peter the
0: thing was dope yeah. I, but yeah, yeah. The, there's other pits and pieces I've only watched it once Yeah, I enjoyed it I then heard a lot of very reasonable and some not so reasonable critiques of it um and the ones that made sense I do not in any way disagree with um but I was like I I got that movie at a time where shit was really rough uh not necessarily just for me personally but just in general and I needed something that was going to leave me feeling you know kind of uplifted and good about the world and people in general and that is exactly what I got from that movie that one one time I watched it. And yeah. I've not revisited since. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like,
1: now that I'm- I'm gonna hold yeah. on to that memory yeah. for as long as I can. I, I remember, remember like the, the, the stuff with Steve was like the major, one of the yes. major things.
2: Hey, wait! You're some random dude. Guess what? I'm gonna turn you into, you know, my yeah. lover from all the, the all early the 1900s.
1: Like <laughs> all the ethics kind of surrounding that. And then there was yeah. also a little. There's also a little bit of stuff about like, um, you know, real world Gal Gadot's politics, and the fact that Wonder Woman saved like Palestinian children in that film. <laughs> People were like, mm,
2: we eh, know would how you. We-
1: would you know yeah yeah yeah, like in real life because she was wasn't she idf i think or something like that yeah i think yeah i think yeah so there was a little bit there was a little bit of that also um but i mean i'm i'm i think whatever they do with the next installment of wonder woman i mean james gunn has i mean just based on the stuff he did with marvel was all excellent um i'm excited to see kind of their what their what they're, like what they're gonna do what, what they're gonna do with, to write the ship and also if <clears throat> if um, like how they're gonna go about doing it like are they gonna just hard stop everything and just say from this point forward this is the DC universe or are they gonna use that flash movie as like a transition? Like the world post-Flashpoint this is now the DC Universe?
0: Yeah. Or whatever the case. I, if I had to guess I would say they're going to scrap both of those movies. Flash? I think Flash and Aquaman.
1: <laughs> no shit. Aquaman for sure. They There was something very recently with I don't know if it was Zazzle. so It was someone at Warner Brothers who kind of like they moved the flash they moved the flash movie up they moved the data yeah because they are they seemingly are excited about it coming out i
0: it's it's there's a strong rumor that momoa and gunn are both trying to make a lobo movie starring jason momoa yeah now you could definitely Get a like. It, it it would be one of the few times you could kind of get away with that, mostly because Lobo is very heavily made up, and yeah. so you could have you know Jason Moa playing both of these characters um, because they do look so dramatically different, um, or significantly different, because like ultimately it's like pale skin, and dark hair, um, but. I just, I can't see how uh, the fact that this Flash movie hasn't been canceled yet is just bananas. And with him coming in and them clearly t- going like, planning to take this in a new direction, um, unifying things. Like, Kingdom Come made a lot of sense in terms. Like, it, to me, it never made sense before this because you never had the proper context. Like that is a story that lives and dies on its context. And now there is this fortunate-unfortunate, or unfortunate-fortunateness in, in in the fact that meta-textually in the DC universe, the heroes and the villains are hard to tell apart. And you know, the, the particularly the Snyderverse, the world is so dark and, you know, uh, the, the contrast has been turned down so much with all these like shades of gray and you need somebody like Superman to show up and be this point of light to really put those, those, those shadows in, in, uh, uh proper darkness. Um, and this is a, it's a great opportunity to reintroduce Cavill Superman. Um, to adapt it in such a way, uh, not dissimilar from uh, the MCU version of Civil War, where it's not a one-to-one, but it is very similar um, in turn You know, like the, the overall idea is there, but it doesn't necessarily have to be all the same story beats. Um, and to effectively not wipe the slate clean, but go like move, continue to move forward. Um, the best example I can give of this is when, when Mark Wade took over, um, Daredevil from Ed Brubaker, it had been a very, for, for, like a decade between Brubaker and, uh, Brian Michael Bendis, it had been a very dark, very street level, um, like noirish story, uh, for like a long time. And Mark Wade was like, Daredevil is a superhero. I am going to write daredevil superhero stories. So he had him fighting supervillains, and you know, not cracking jokes the like way Spider-Man does, but like smiling and being smug and fucking with people. Um, and you know, like in the second or third issue, he shows up in in he ends up uh, uh, stuck in Latveria and having to deal with Doctor Doom. Um, and at no point did Mark Wade say anything that happened before didn't happen. But we're going this direction. We're moving forward. All that stuff is back there. It's on the track, but it's not necessarily something we're going to discuss. And I think that is the smartest move. It's not try to reset the universe. It's not try to, um, you know, undo anything. You just keep moving. Yeah. And if there's stuff you can pull from what's already come, great, do that. But if not, disregard it. Oh, so is this not Canada anymore? Maybe is it important to you that it is? Then it's great. Then it's back there. It's all there. Um, that's how I would approach it. Yeah. And I'm I'm yeah. very curious to see how they're going to do it. I I have total faith in that man. Uh, particularly, I mean, like. The Guardians movies by themselves would be enough, really, but particularly after the Suicide Squad,
2: Mm -hmm. yeah, and Peacemaker, yeah,
0: and Peacemaker, like that dude, can do some really impressive storytelling. So I am, uh, and 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 while being very true to the characters, while doing that uh, that really good nerd work of just like. Oh, we're gonna reference Argus. We're gonna drop in a uh, uh, fucking Starro. Starro is the antagonist. It's like the monster that shows up in the Suicide Squad. And you feel bad for Starro. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I am I am very excited and I... I uh, yeah. I'm very curious to see where it's
1: gonna go. And- to uh follow that up. I I wanna read like his quote because you guys saw the, the Hollywood Reporter thing that came out um early. There's the article that came out that was like, Oh, this stuff is being cancelled, this stuff is not happening anymore, so on and so forth. And he actually responded to it saying that some of the stuff that you heard is true, some is half true, some is not, and some they haven't made any decisions as far as whether whether it's true. And he's like they've They've been building, trying to build the next ten years of storytelling. It takes time, and they're still at the very beginning stages. Yes. Yeah. So they knew they were coming into a, frac- a fractured environment, both in the stories being told and the audience itself. And there will be an unavoidable transitional period as we moved into telling a cohesive story across film, TV, animation, and gaming. In the end, drawbacks are drawbacks of that period were dwarfed by the creative possibilities and the opportunity to build upon. What has worked in DC so far, and to help rectify what has not, we know we're not going to make every single person happy every step of the way. But we can promise everything we do is done in service of the story and in service of the DC characters we know you cherish and we have cherished our whole lives. As for more answers, you'll—I'll have to ask you to wait. We're giving these characters and stories the time and attention they deserve, and we ourselves still have a lot more questions to ask and answer. And that was—that was his quote, and then he, he. and they're posting a, a picture of the, the Justice League um, The thing is like, I don't think we'll have to wait very very much longer Because he's supposed he's, Him and Safran are apparently uh, Going to be showcasing their plan To Zaslav this week Oh like shit be, they're, they're, This week they're supposed to be Revealing At least the initial parts of What they would like to do Over the next couple years To write the ship of the of the of the DC universe and there is a lot of different stuff uh, floating around as far as like oh man of Steel 2 has been canceled um, well uh, I was gonna say something else but that's kind of a spoiler so I'm gonna say that um, but yeah like there's just a lot of different stuff out there and the reality is that we just we don't we don't really know what they're gonna do but hopefully it sounds like we're gonna get some answers um really soon. And like I know some stuff that I've heard. Like I like I would like to see more Cavill. Like I, like I hope that whatever production, if, if it's true that they halted production on Man of Steel two, it's simply to change whatever story so it fits whatever this new vision is going forward. And like I think back to like all the terrible things that Zaslav did in like the leading up to Hiring Gun. But it, the the one thing he did do that I felt like was a good was was a good thing was during that investors call highlighting the fact that he wanted Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman to be cornerstones of the universe going forward. And for all the criticism of Zazlav, I'm like that is absolutely where you should start. They are arguably your three biggest characters. Yeah, they are your three biggest characters in this universe. It makes sense to make them cornerstones going forward. forward even though that was before they brought, he brought Gun on but I'm mean, going to guess that he's still going to want that to be, be part of whatever Gun and uh, Saffron are planning is like you have free range to do it but we still want to make sure that like we're getting good a good Superman story because we really haven't had it since Man of Steel or Superman and Lois if you want to go the TV route yeah, like we really haven't you know? but on, on Tv on uh, on TV we haven't or not excuse me, in the theaters, um we we haven't had it in, 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 in a good while. Like next year is gonna make ten years since Man of Steel came out. Jesus. Like Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, like the Batman is great, but the Batman is also its own thing mm-hmm. and that's gonna be isolated. So that means we need to make sure that we're getting a version of it for the that's in this connected universe that is good that's separate from what pattinson and reeves are doing and are its own character that fit into it that uh you know first wonder woman was very successful second one was kind of controversial but whatever the plan is going forward and if if they're still going to hold on to gal gadot as wonder woman um that like the vision uh for what that character is especially after not bringing patty on or not uh, or not agreeing with Patty as far as what the vision of the character is that making sure that it fits. So like I'm, I, I agree with all of that, and I, I just I I, I trust Gun to to get those right.
0: I'm curious if uh, with Jenkins leaving, if that means Gal Gadot does as well.
1: So her, huh. did you see her tweet? No. She she tweeted out she tweeted out something that kind of. It sound it, it sounds, it it sounds like she is open to coming back, even though Patty is not.
0: <laughs> I I do love the idea of,
1: <laughs> of Patty Jenkins, yeah,
0: being like, "Fine, fuck y'all. If you don't want to do my story, like our story, we're not going to do it at all." Come on, Gal. was like,
2: Gal's like, "No, no, no. hang on." Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. You have fun
2: with that. I, uh, I mean, I'm down to adapt. <laughs> Patty's, like, like turned around and walking out the door. And she's like, come on, gal. And gal's like, are we, are we, are we going? She's like,
1: oh,
2: yeah, go ahead. I'll,
1: uh, um, right. I'll, I'll, I'll meet you later. I'm going to hit you up later.
0: Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll text you. I'll like text, I'll text you. you or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't worry about it. Don't
1: worry about it. It'll be fine. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. No, I was not I was to see what they have to say.
2: <laughs> We're fucking leaving. We, we, we shit. Yeah. You know, like, yeah.
1: That Uncle Phil. We. Uh, <laughs> we uh. Her,
0: uh,
1: her, her quote, her tweet uh, she put out on Tuesday. She, she, a few years ago it was announced that I was going to play Wonder Woman. I've been grateful for the opportunity to play such an incredible iconic character. More than anything, I'm grateful for you, the fans. Can't wait to share her next chapter with you.
0: Yeah, that sounds very much like whether or not Patty's here, I'm moving forward yeah. with this shit, so...
2: Yeah, I mean, because, like, and it's no shade to Patty, no shade to, to Gal at all, but, like, if I'm, if I'm getting to play the role of one of the most iconic characters ever, as much as I have a good relationship with the writer and director of the first two iterations... I don't know i mean it would have to be pretty bad for me to just be like i'm bouncing because like they didn't like your story well then i'm fucking leaving if they were like no we don't like your story because you're a woman like misogyny maybe then i'm leaving too but like they, eh, we don't really like where you're going with this story well i'm not changing shit. okay well see ya right yeah yeah like, like yeah. does
0: your does your contract say you get final approval yeah, because if it doesn't, then you're just being a dick. Like this is a collaborative process.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's because uh, we don't, and we don't know the whole story behind it. So it's, yeah. I mean, I, I don't. i no shade towards Gal. No shade towards Patty. You know, you got to do what you got to do, and like, it's not like, I mean, I'm pretty sure Patty's doing all right for herself. Like, maybe she's
1: freeze have to do that Star
2: Wars project. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um. Maybe. Who Who knows? I mean, like, it's really cool seeing a new generation of talented folk who can write and direct and produce doing this stuff. James Gunn, Patty Jenkins, uh, Ryan Coogler. Like I put them in those categories. Uh, The Russo brothers. Like seeing these guys involved in stuff is just, it's really encouraging. And I'm really enjoying that. Like, it's not just the same old people that we've been seeing for the last, you know, 30 years. Like we're seeing a new generation of people kind of get into these positions of power that know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. yeah for sure all right so we're gonna go ahead and wrap up um big thanks to james rambo big thanks to mc brooks guys i appreciate what you bring to this wonderful podcast and website that we work on together uh every single time that we do uh at the diner so thank you guys very very much um Everybody out there listening, too. Thank you all very much for being part of this, uh, for listening, for sharing, for subscribing, all of that. We really, truly appreciate you. Hope everybody has a wonderful and a happy and healthy holiday season. Uh, We'll be back with more At The Diner content as soon as we possibly can. But for all of us here, uh, stay safe. And remember, together, there are no heights that we can't reach. Uh
0: We fun it
1: is the to run we through the soul in open sleigh the fields we go Laughing all the way
0: Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts.
2: This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags.
1: <laughs> yeah, boy! The bird, 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 bird machine. check.